0: Welcome backwards to Bodhi Speak. Today's card is adventure, and it's a depiction of a, a little girl. It looks like Alice actually from Alice in Wonderland <laughs> walking into like a rainbow light in a forest. And the card reads, "When we are truly in a spirit of adventure, we are moving just like this child, full of trust, out of the darkness of the forest, into the rainbow of the light. We go step by step, drawn by our sense of wonder into the unknown. Adventure really has nothing to do with plans and maps and programs and organization. The page of rainbows represents a quality that can come to us anywhere, at home or in the office, in the wilderness or in the city, in a creative project or in our relationships with others. Whenever we move into the new and unknown with the trusting spirit of a child, innocent, open and vulnerable, even the smallest things of life can become the greatest adventures zen has zen says truth has nothing to do with authority truth has nothing to do with tradition truth has nothing to do with the past truth is a radical personal realization you have to come to it knowledge is certain the search for personal knowing is very very hazardous nobody can guarantee it if you ask me if i can guarantee anything i say i cannot guarantee you anything i can only guarantee danger. That much is certain i can only guarantee you a long adventure with every possibility of going astray and never reaching the goal but one thing is certain the very search will help you grow i can only guarantee i can guarantee only growth danger will be there sacrifice will be there you'll be moving every day into the unknown into the uncharted and there will be no map to follow no guide to follow Yes, there are millions of dangers and you can go astray and you can get lost but that is the only way one grows. Insecurity is the only way to grow. To face danger is the only way to grow. To accept the challenge of the unknown is the only way to grow. So as uh, reading this card the first thing that comes to me is this idea that you know we're going off on an adventure and it, the thing that I like here as they say that it can happen anywhere at home, in the office, in the wilderness, in the city, in a creative project, in a relationship. It's as simple as moving into the new and the unknown. And what comes to me is there's a, as a lot of people know, famous poem by T.S. Eliot called The Wasteland, which is this idea of life drying up, becoming stagnant things aren't flowing feeling blocked feeling confined feeling constricted and feeling that there is a bleakness and a darkness and a purposelessness and a meaningless and a voidness to life in that respect very negative qualities and when i think about this there's this saying I don't know if it who it came from originally. I think it was Guru chief. I first heard it from Ram Das, and he was talking about it's better to re. No, it's better to uh, walk out of the prison cell than it is to rearrange the furniture of the prison cell. And I, the way that I guess I interpret that, there's many layers of interpretation. That's a pretty uh, expansive statement if we start to look at it. But on one level, it's saying it's better to transform the inner workings of your psyche than it is to simply restructure what you're doing in the outside world without looking within that's how i interpret it that being said i think there's plenty of moments where by restructuring what we do in the outside world it does realign what's happening internally i mean virtually all the time but there is something to be said about someone that never chooses to look inside and is constantly searching to find fulfillment and resolve by looking outside of what's happening and not assessing their inner field, emotionally, mentally, physically, what's happening inside of you. And to me, this card is is touching on this same principle, because it's saying to us, it's not saying, run off to Afghanistan, join the army no it's it's saying to us that uh we can find this adventure anywhere we can find it in the office place wow the office place not exactly my first choice for an adventure novel but nonetheless it could work uh and so what i like about what this card is is trying to express to us is it's saying that it's present everywhere. And this is something when Black Elk had his vision, he said that like the, the divine radiance is in all places at all times. It doesn't matter where you are. Your habitual tendency of looking at something as this or as that is what prevents you from experiencing it in the sense of the way that Black Elk was talking about and what this card is saying is that the key for um, uh, breaking us free from this wasteland this like stagnancy and this burdensome blockage frustrating lifeless just life i can't stand it i have to go do this again with that person i just want to go back to sleep this feeling of like i'm depressed or just i don't have meaning in my existence what breaks us free from that is connecting with this new and unknown energy through the trusting spirit of a child innocent, open and vulnerable. And what's wonderful about this is it's making it's it's saying that like that's a key to opening something inside of you. So we're asking, okay, how do we get out of the prison cell? We get out of the prison cell with our key. What is our key? Our key is, you know, this aspect of the child, of coming from this place of vulnerability and openness and trusting towards life. And it's funny how the smallest of things can become the greatest adventures, as this card reads right here. And the it was funny as I was actually uh, recording this podcast and I spoke for about 40 minutes and then I realized that I had... Uh, not been recording any of it (laughs) don't be attached to the fruits of your labor i don't know how that happened but i was talking about uh this idea one time i did not i was asked to make popcorn for a group and while that does not sound like a very adventurous task at that time in my life the only uh, every time i had made popcorn i had always burned it i was like oh my god the pressure is on and my teacher was there. We were actually watching a a, a Buddhist movie. And I was like, Oh my god, I have to make popcorn. I think there was actually some elders from Chile who were there too. So it wasn't just my teacher, my my Sherman Wells, also these Chilean elders. I was like, Oh my god, I have to make popcorn. I always burn the popcorn. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden I am no longer in an ordinary world. I am in an adventure. <laughs> Because now what has happened has it's, – is I mean, who cares that the popcorn burns? What's happening, though, is that the doorway – the blockages in the psyche are now opening deep fear connected to perhaps past trauma <laughs> of, I don't know, whatever, something that happened a long time ago in this life or a previous one of I have to achieve and – not achieve, but I have to uh, not burn the popcorn – and there's a panic that sets in and I have to confront that and I have to manage it. And fortunately, uh some magical aid came to me and I was able to accomplish the task of, of popping the popcorn without burning it. And uh but there was a moment there where I was I was deeply like, whoa, unsettled, realizing that the ground I was walking on was not solid. It was a profound mystical experience for me. I can't emphasize that enough but this is something that's worth noting about adventure is that oftentimes because of whatever hollywood or something we think that the adventure is yes i shall take the ring and the sword and i shall go forward and slay my enemies you know and with great success but oftentimes what what initiates the adventure is when everything goes wrong it's not really an adventure until everything has gone wrong like you go to pick up the sword and accidentally you stab yourself and someone else. And then you take the ring and you dropped it down the sewer drain. And then you have to decide, oh my God, do I go to the hospital to stop this excessive bleeding? Or do I try to to just patch it up with duct tape and then just jump down the sewer drain and find the ring through all the feces and alligators that live down there? What do I do? Okay, now you really have an adventure. <laughs> And this is like, uh, I think, something that is worth understanding is that wherever you stumble, therein lies your treasure, which is a wonderful quote by Joseph Campbell, who I imagine will be continuing to quote throughout this because adventure and Joseph Campbell go together quite well, uh, like sewers and alligators. So this is uh, something that I think we can realign our perspective about is that failure is actually a tremendous opportunity and there was i read that crisis and opportunity are the same character in chinese and i don't think that's actually true but it doesn't matter if it's if it's true or not because just that meditation even if it's not true is is relevant to the actuality of life that Wherever something gets really messed up, there's a tremendous opportunity for growth. There's a tremendous opportunity to like step into that place of, oh my God, the ground isn't really solid. And I'm not as solid as I thought. I don't even know how to make popcorn without burning it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and uh, it, I used to have this t shirt that I got in Nepal of a Tibetan mandala. And as you would get closer into the center of the mandala, there would be more intense looking deities and they, these wrathful, ferocious deities, you know, where they have like this burning third eye and these big dagger like um, teeth and really pissed off looking eyebrows and for some reason giant curly mustaches. I don't know why that was there, but it was. And. Uh, <laughs> It was like this idea as you get closer into that center within yourself, you will be confronted with these ferocious aspects of life that might be coming from a past trauma, that might be coming from something that happened a long time ago, or it might just be coming with, might just be you coming in contact. When I say you, like this limited egoic perception that's confined to just me and my life and all of a sudden it's now being confronted with the fact that let's just say the great mystery of the infinite expression of being one could think of uh, arjuna when krishna reveals the the full expression of his form and just the absolute terror of that we realize like whoa this is deep this is intense this is the obliteration of everything i have known and what i love about this card is it's saying that the simplest things in life can sometimes activate that for you if you have to make popcorn for a group of elders and you and you you suck at making popcorn oh my goodness you are starting to come in contact with that place although perhaps superficially because the stakes aren't really that high but it's also a profound uh, opportunity to look at the absurdity of the mind like wow wow is this really a big deal? No. No one's going to die. I don't think. But, uh, and it's funny, we were having a Dharma talk with our teacher, Sherman Manuel, as we do quite often. And he was sharing how there's moments on the student's path towards realization, actualization of the, of who they are and their mission and so on and so forth. There's these tests and it's like, you really have to apply a tremendous amount of consciousness to your everyday actions and relationships and decisions because these tests are constantly being presented to us. And I think there's a moment on the path where you recognize that, you know, every moment is a test on some level depending, depending on uh, your perception of it. And what we can start to understand is that like sometimes the tests are enormous And it's like you better have been paying attention because what's coming is something that if you're not prepared it can it can break you and as he was saying this i was thinking you know i've had quite a few of those tests and i i definitely have failed so many of those and i was like huh and then i was also looking at my current circumstances in life and i was like you know what i'm in a really good place in many ways internally and externally I, i would say in a lot of ways and then I raised my hand. And I was like, you know, when I hear you talk about these tests, I feel like, oh my god, the tests. <laughs> I don't want to fail, and like this sense of panic and fear. And then like at the same time, not just from like, you know, oh, I don't want to fail, but like also, there's moments where I've had I've had people, uh, I've been responsible for people's lives in in my work many times. And I say that in complete seriousness, where I am completely responsible for what happens to this person's life, and they're, and they are, and this is not this is not the, necessarily the most like um, uh, calm waters that we are in. <laughs> so this is a little bit of an interesting set of circumstances. So it, I'm joking around, but at the same time, I have been in many situations where it's like, okay, this is something that is requires a a great degree of responsibility and maturity and understanding and resolve and patience and mindfulness and care nonetheless i've had a lot of moments where i've just done things like why did that just happen nothing (laughs) said nothing nothing, no one getting hurt or anything like that but just (laughs) whatever i don't want to get into it but uh moments of deep humiliation let's put it that way so things that things that one can laugh about, that's that's I'm grateful for that. So without getting too much on a tangent here, I, then what arises is uh, in the conversation. I say, you know, I'm I don't want to fail these tests. I'm nervous about that. <laughs> and then, uh, but then I say to I say in the in the Dharma talk, well, at the same time, I'm only here because I have failed so hard, like so hard. That's why I'm here, and. Then I realized, like, I don't know if anyone's ever failed as hard as I have. (laughs) Just say that part as a joke. And then Echelle, my wife, goes, oh, you sound like Donald Trump. Like, oh, no one's failed as hard as I have. (laughs) It was very funny. And this is something that's worth – what I'm trying to get is this principle here. Where you stumble, therein lies your treasure. The greatest mistake leads to the greatest revelation and this is something that i think in the western world in particular we struggle deeply with because we're in such like an achievement growth accomplishment mentality as a culture and even if you're someone like myself that's totally in some other dimension of culture i don't even understand people talk about things with mainstream culture i'm like what the heck are they talking about but like uh I don't exist in that world, but even even within myself, just from having lived in it for periods of time, just from having it existed, it's this constant idea of more, bigger, better, accomplish, faster. Every two days, someone needs to email me about... <laughs> like Viagra or something, whatever. It's like nothing's ever good enough, right? And uh, we get caught up in this idea that unless we're constantly growing into that success story, there is something flawed with us. And what the myth is trying to tell us, what the card is trying to tell us, is that flaw and failure and pain and mistakes are gateways to revelation And that's important to understand that. Because when you're going through that process, we can oftentimes make it worse by not understanding that this is a doorway into freedom if handled the right way. Of course, there's plenty of people that just self-destruct and that is what happens to them. And, and you know that is the end game on a lot of levels. But if you're in a process of self-destruction, the recommendation is to keep going. And as I said, we're going to keep going back to Joseph Campbell because he quotes Nietzsche, Frederick Nietzsche, where he says that something along the concept of, I believe, a more fati, A-M-O-R space F-A-T-I, this idea presented by Nietzsche that love of your fate, whatever comes is exactly what you need. It's the best thing for you. And then this other principle of eternal reoccurrence where approach it as if you would be doing this for the rest of your life. But also understanding that this is what you need. And my teacher, Maestro Manuel, was saying during a Dharma talk last year, I remember very clearly, I have these moments where he says things that just eternally (laughs) are repeating in my head. One of them being, accept your fate. Just accept your fate. And that teaching was being brought forth at a moment where all of a sudden the freedom you know illusionary freedom and sense of control collapsed with everything with COVID we're all locked up it's like okay obviously the universe has another plan for all of us than what we thought it was and it might not be what you want right now but if you move through it with this positive attitude with this openness of a child it might bring you forth into something that was what you were really looking for the rolling stones come to mind i can't get no satisfaction i'm totally crazy i was actually thinking of the other rolling Stones song when i said that said you can't always get what you want but if you try sometimes, you might just find you get what you need. Yeah, so just one thing you might need to understand about me is I'm I'm left-handed. Uh, so everything that would make sense to a linear person is backwards to me. Anyways, so as this card says, Zen says truth has nothing to do with authority. Truth has nothing to do with tradition. Truth has nothing to do with the past. Truth is a radical personal realization. So... This is, I think, trying to emphasize to us that we create these routine habits and fixed ways of relating to the world and everything around it formulated on like, oh, this is what X, Y, and Z says. This is what, you know, Sri Baba ganesh says. This is what uh, Christianity says. This is what the Catholic Church has to say. And who doesn't want to hear what the Catholic Church has to say? This is, uh, this is what, uh happened to me last week last last hour and we're failing to recognize that we need to step into like what is happening in this moment what is the aliveness of the universe trying to communicate to me about what is actually happening what is actually happening what is the isness of everything around me trying to communicate to me Can I not look at the objects in front of me? For instance, there's a flute in front of me and a kalimba and a water bottle. Can I look at those things and be like, okay, that is not just solidified matter. That is like vibrational energy that is God manifest through material form. It's communicating something to me. What is it that life is trying to communicate to me? What is the mystery trying to bring forth? Or do I just approach it as like, oh, it's my water bottles for holding water. (laughs) You know, can I, can I look past all the things within that I impose on there as to what things are, who people are, what people are about and look past it. And like, that sounds a little crazy, I think on some level to someone out there, but this is what it's trying to say. Truth is a radical personal realization. Truth is radical. It's radical. What is radical? It's, it's like, whoa, it's a little jarring it's a little abrasive, it's raw, it's kind of edgy, it's a little in your face, and it's uncomfortable. It's radical. When we say that person is a radical, they're generally not someone that has chosen an easy life that has been comfortable. <laughs> they're probably someone that was one time involved in a riot, other times involved in humanitarian mission. Maybe they were addicted to something, maybe they uh i don't know set the slaves free from egypt i don't know whatever you want to say the but the point is that like it's radical it's it's you can't really contain that cuz they it's it's in touch with truth oftentimes these people are just put to death so they live on the edge living on the edge right that's that's the way into this place of truth because this is what what keeps us awake so as the card continues saying that it's dangerous this process is dangerous you cannot guarantee really anything other than it is dangerous which is why most people don't ever start out on the adventure most people are too comfortable eating chips and guacamole and watching game shows I mean that is comfortable especially if you have a big cushy chair. But we have to understand that like this this process of of stepping into danger and failure is the way into growing. Biting off more than we can chew while I definitely don't recommend that and I have abstained from doing that many times in my life out of um experience of having made that mistake enough times. While it's not recommended, it does activate you. It activates you. Suddenly, the ship is sinking. You better figure out something. So, insecurity is the only way to grow. To face danger is the only way to grow. To accept the challenge of the unknown is the only way to grow. I think that this is something we just need to consistently remind ourselves of as we go through life is that, yes, it's painful, it's frightening, it's challenging. But if we can step into that place where we are sort of like surfing on top of a tiger in a tsunami and we find we can do it, Like, wow, the things that will open for us. The the power of life comes through to support us when we put ourselves in circumstances like that. And like, yeah, at the same time, warning, you might just actually get lost and it, it might just hurt a lot. And, you know, you might have to crawl through the sewer to find the ring again. But at the same time, what are you here for? What are we here for? I mean, did did was you born into the world to say I want to just be comfortable through my life. I want to just uh sleep as much as possible. That's that's my mission in life to sleep in as much as possible. <laughs> to do as many boring things that are uninspired and dull myself to sleep every night, depressed and anxious over nothing. That is why I am here. <laughs> I shall achieve this mission. <laughs> no, I doubt that's why you came here. Not that you necessarily came here from somewhere else, because at the end of the day, I don't think there's really anywhere you can go from there to here. It's all here. But at the same time, you're here now and you have a choice. What will bring fulfillment? What will bring that experience of wow like awe of the mystery of life of your being what's going to bring you into that place of the powers of life of the unconscious both within and the forces outside moving in a way that just whoa this is something else this is not my routine day and it sound and like when i even as i say this what comes to me is it, it feels like as i was saying that i was thinking i need to go back to india <laughs> but it's funny because this is what the card is saying no you don't it can happen in your office place wow that's the most boring place i've ever been you're telling me an adventure can happen there i know it happened in the matrix but this isn't the matrix or so i think but the point being like Through this transformation of consciousness, through the activation of our nervous system, through the awareness of just the present moment, the smallest things can become profound life tests that activate and uncover dormant creative potential energies inside of us. And I think this is in many ways what my teacher Sherman Well has really tried to say in his own words about this idea of like you don't need to go anywhere you you don't need to go off to india you don't need to go to the jungle someone was saying wanting to travel to the jungle the amazon he was saying he's like yeah but then one day you wake up here and you realize we are living in a jungle (laughs) uh and i also want to emphasize something too that this is as I like to talk a lot about community, this is one of the wonderful things about community. Is it's like the moving parts of a community are outside of anyone's control. It doesn't matter what role you have in the hierarchy of a community; that's outside of your control. They're just beyond one person. They're on, even beyond a small group of people, uh, and it, 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 the the energy of it's going to force you into all those little places. And we can look at it like, oh, I'm doing the work on myself and I'm confronting things. And like, that's true and that's good. And that's a positive way to look at it in a lot of ways. But sometimes there can be something about that, I think, too, that it just sounds kind of shitty. It's like, oh, I'm going to work on myself every day and confront myself every day. And like, like I said, that is true. But there is something about it that's like, huh, we can change the language about it. And I think that's what this card is an invitation is about changing our language about things where we can say, Okay, what I'm doing now today is I'm going into an adventure of the unknown and experiencing the, the demons, deities, and gods of the self through the simplest of things of communal living. I don't know, something like that. My Sherman Manuel was talking about how in the Huichol tradition in Mexico, that it said that when you change your language, that's how you know that a person is really changing. The way that their language is uh, I'm still meditating a little bit about that because t- <laughs> it's just I'm just meditating fully about what that exactly means uh, and Terence McKenna said something like you know with our language we make the world and the Buddha says we are what we thought everything that we are is a result of what we have thought something along those lines but this idea that our you know, we make the world out of thought, who we are, what that is, and everything. And as we can start to uproot that and look at that and bring consciousness to that and presence to it and bring a non-reactivity to the waves of the emotions and the vibrations that move through the self and the mind, then suddenly we can start to open into that divine Omnipotent radiance that Black Elk was talking about. And then we find, according to the myths, that all of life is trying to support us in that process because it's all interwoven. And that the opportunity for us to step into a place of this is an adventure, this is we're moving into the unknown, it can happen in the most unlikely of places if you look at it right let's put it that way so i wanted to actually make this a short podcast i could probably talk about this for 50 more hours but i wanted to do something short here so as you go through the day even if you're not reading this in the day that this was recorded take this as a moment to look at what tests are you being presented with is this a test where you are being asked to move into the mystery of the unknown and are you refusing the call to adventure or are you diving head first like the child like the card represents which way are you going and then meditate which way is the way to liberation is it the way through comfort or is it the way is familiarity and routine is that the way what is what is the process that will lead you to the greatest transformation and actualization of yourself? Why do you need to go through that process? You don't need to. It's just recommended. Why do I recommend it? Try it first, then you'll find out why. But the point being like, look at what tests arrive. What Look at what doors open and which doors don't open today. And pay attention to, is that a portal that I can move through into greater freedom? Or am I clinging to the comforts of the past and staying stuck with who I have been because it's known and familiar. Adventure Time. Freedom, 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 buried in the ground.